This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Marcus, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Josh and Scott against Benchwarmer Eric and returning player Taylor Schroll. Welcome back to the bench, Taylor. Why don't you take a minute to remind us of where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you want to share with us. Sure, I'm from the Great Republic of Texas. The only thing that I said to return was that I would have to play with Eric because one of two things, either I'm getting my first win today or we're giving Eric his like second loss of all time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of hearing Eric win. So either way, I win. I'm either going to get a win or Eric will lose. And uh, I'm, so I'm, yeah, I'm from Texas, root for all the Houston teams uh, until Deshaun Washington gets traded. And then I will just root for, uh, I guess, the Rockets, but they get rid of it. Everything sucks in Houston right now. So wonderful. <laughs> that it does. Uh, Eric, how are you doing? And why don't you let us know what your team name is going to be? So I have a very sad story, at least mostly sad for myself. Um, so I signed up for that new Discovery um, Channel streaming service. So I cut the cable like two years ago, just, you know, to save money. And then after all these streaming services are, on, I think it's like 300 bucks a month. So we're saving. Um, but anyway, so I, I love the show man versus food. Um, and then I, after Adam, whatever guy left, uh, this new guy came on. So I was watching the newer episodes. My wife's sitting there. She's like, you know, you look like that guy. So I'm sad. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I get that a lot. Like I used to get Jack Black. I used to just I when I was younger, I got the kid from The Sopranos. I don't like it being compared to people. Um, but then my wife's like, yeah, you really look like him. Even like the way he like his facial facial expressions, everything. I'm just like, all right, well, I'm sorry that I look like him. But uh, so our team name today is going to be uh, Men vs. Trivia. <laughs> That's awesome. Love it. <laughs> Uh, Josh and Scott, how are you guys both doing? And let me know what your guys' team name is going to be. That probably should have been our team name because apparently we're always battling against the right answer. Um, but we have defeated Eric before as, as a combination. So if that does happen again and lightning strikes twice, episode titles probably going to stay. Everything sucks in Houston right now. So we'll kind of see how that plays out at the end. Uh, but I'm good. I'm excited uh, to team up with Josh because I've embraced the L and Josh has decided to hop on the L train with me and I couldn't think of a better inaugural best. So take it away, buddy. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm an old hat at losing as well. So with that, um, we are combining my tagline and Scott's tagline. So today we will be owl L train all aboard TM. <laughs> <laughs> and my internet cut out. Taylor, this is all you today. All right. So we have Owl, Owl L Train taking on Man versus Trivia. And now on to the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. 
All right, let's get this game underway. All right, it's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions with 10 points each. Question one. Rafer Alston carved out a 10-year career in the NBA, but prior to the NBA, Alston gained notoriety as part of the N1 mixtape tour, which featured some of the best street ballers in the world. What was Alston's nickname in uh, when he was with N1? Josh, we can check in. I know this. Okay. We're checked in. Okay. Owl L Train has checked in. Members trivia. Talk it out. The, like Hot Sauce was like the most popular one from, yeah. from that. And, and like, so that's the first thing that popped in my head, but there were a couple others, and I kind of think he wasn't the top one. No, only two I know are Hot Sauce and The Professor. Okay, so it's not The Professor, because that no. was the only white one. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Uh, so. It, it, it's, it's like the tailgate makes me think that it was Hot Sauce, just because that so that's the popular one. I like. I feel like there was one with like triple, it wasn't triple A, but something in A. It's, it's not like Cool Ranch Doritos, no? No. All right. I don't know. I have, I got, I have, like I said, those are the two I knew. Anything outside of that? All right. Well, Eric is checking in with hot sauce. Owl L train. What did you guys have? Uh, pretty sure he was skipped to my Lou. Ah, dang it. One team getting points. The correct answer is skip to my Lou. Uh, he was one of my favorites. Hot sauce. Yeah, definitely. Every, everybody, everybody, I think liked hot sauce, but, uh, yeah, uh, Alston. I mean, his best years were in Houston in those mid, on those mid two thousands team. He was he ended up being a really good player. So there goes your lead, Eric. I think you guys were speaking a different language there. Uh, uh, and one nicknames. What? <laughs> okay. That that game on the PS two was amazing. Oh, the best that's why people ever know. created. That's, <laughs> that's not why I know it. Josh. You never watched the and one mixtapes? I, I don't even know what that means. Oh my gosh. How do you watch a mixtape that you listen to mixtapes? It's called the An One Mixtape Tour, so it's just street ball. Like, no, no, nobody's watching traveling or any of that. Was this stuff. on the Ocho? No, it was just a thing. It was just a thing for in the early two thousands. Like you went, you, a TG, you, went, you went to a TGI Fridays and somebody left a CD on the thing and your DVD and okay. you brought it home and put it in. All right, oh, apparently I, I'm weird here. Scott and I are weird. Apparently, hey, I'm glad Scott's weird. He knew the answer. <laughs> I only knew it because like playing around basketball, like everyone would pick somebody and someone would be like hot sauce and some the white kid would be like the professor and then there weren't many left, so somebody had to be skipped in my loop. <laughs> All right, moving on to question two. What University of Houston alum is the all-time NCAA leader in pass completions, pass yards, passing touchdowns, total yards, and total touchdowns? We'll uh, check in. All right. Owl L Train has checked in. Man versus Trivia. Talk it out. First thing I thought of was Baker's backup, and I couldn't think of his name for a second. I think it's Case Keenum. Is it? He was a bi- He was a big deal at Houston. And then he he ended up playing for the Texans for like a little yeah. while, so he like came back to Houston. He was he said University of Houston, right? Mm-hmm. That was like right around when I was in like high school and college. I think it's Case Keenum. That's fine. I mean, I went back further than that. That's why I probably I know Case Keenum had a significant college career, but I was immediately on like the uh, was it Andre Ware? Was it like David Klingler type thing? But it, it Keenum makes more sense. Yeah, because I think it was one of those things where it's like he was he had a tremendous college career and then was just like, you know, an okay backup in the NFL. Yeah, I'm I'm good with it. All right, Eric is checking in with Case Keenum. Owl L Train, what did you guys have? Uh, yeah, we went with uh former Minnesota Viking Case Keenum. 
and both teams will be getting points. Good job, Eric. The correct answer is Case Keenum. Um, yeah, he had multiple like 5,000 yard seasons. So, yes, he has all of those records still. On to question three. The 2005 Houston Astros made it to the World Series before being swept by the White Sox. Who led the Astros in home runs that season with 36? We're going to check in. All right. Owl L Train has checked in. Man versus trivia. Talk it out. My first thought was Carlos Beltran. Uh, he had, like, I think at, at the time he had, like, he broke the record that postseason for most homers in a postseason. Okay. Uh, I, know, I know this is about the regular season, but that makes me think it was him. You said Berkman, who was also tremendous around that time. Like, so I think it's one of those two. Well, I, don't, I don't remember him being with them that year. At least in the, in the World Series, I don't remember him. He was, he was there. I'm pretty sure that was the year he was there. I think he left the next year. Okay. He was only there for like a year or two, and he had like the best postseason like in Astros history, and that was before there were any trash cans. So I mean, he did it legit. <laughs> so I mean, I, I mean, as as a White Sox fan, the guys I remember are Berkman, Biggio, Bagwell. Um, Biggio and Bagwell were at the end of their career; like they yeah. weren't like the super superstars anymore. Sure. So Ber- like it would have been Berkman or, but I, I, I it w- Berkman. I would say 49% Beltran 51. Like it's, it's close between there's, there's one other guy, their third baseman. I'm spacing on his name. Um, he was a big power guy. Cause I don't think Berkman really was maybe he's like a 25 guy. He never really had that extra pop. I don't know. I give me a half, half a second. Ensberg. Oh yeah. Morgan Ensberg. I think that might be it. I don't think he ever had that many. I think he was pretty consistent. I think he was right around, around like what you're saying with Berkman too, like 25, 20 30 a year out of everybody i think i like his name better for some reason all right go for it if you check in with ensberg just do the last name because it's either morgan or ryan i can't remember pretty sure it's morgan but yeah we'll just uh we'll check in with ensberg owl l train what did you guys have don't sleep on richard hidalgo okay he had several 30 homer seasons around that time with houston uh you know the first name that popped in my head that i typed over to josh was morgan ensberg he Surprisingly, had uh, a couple 35-plus homer seasons right around that time. Uh, like Taylor said, Beltron had the huge postseason, but I, he didn't go on a tear in the regular season. So we also checked in with Morgan Ensberg. Both teams will be receiving points. Job, the correct answer is Morgan Ensberg. Uh, yeah, he – it was – you know, you have all those big names. And uh, actually, from what I can tell, I don't think Beltron was on the 2000 2000- – I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't him. think he's. I don't think he was on the team. Yeah, it might have been 06 the year that he hit all yeah, the homers. When I think they, it's when they lost to the Cardinals. But yes, Morgan Ensberg led uh, led the team with 36, and then you had Biggio 26, Jason Lane 26. Yes, Man, I forgot that guy. Lance Berkman 24. So after the tailgate, Owl L Train has 30, and Man versus Trivia has 20. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter, 
will be Odd One Out. The Odd One Out. For this quarter, there will be five categorized questions containing lists of six items. The teams will attempt to choose the item from the list that does not fit the given category. Each question is worth 20 points. Odd one out. Number one, Big 12 receivers to win the Boletnikoff Award. James Washington, Corey Coleman, Des Bryant, D.D. Westbrook, Michael Crabtree, and Justin Blackman. Yeah, Taylor, I think we can check that in. All right, yeah, go for it. All right, we're checked in. All right, Man versus Trivia is checked in. Owl L Train, talk it out. So you said you're pretty sure Westbrook and Crabtree won? Yeah, I feel pretty confident that both of them won it. I think Blackman won it as well. Initially, I was thinking James Washington would be the one that didn't. Corey Coleman, I feel like he might have won it because... He got drafted so early, way earlier than he should have in the first round. And, and part of that could have been because he had that on his resume mixed in with, you know, like his, his combine. Yeah, yeah. He was at Baylor. Baylor? Yep. He, that was in that string when all those Baylor guys were. Yeah. Like Kendall Wright and all those Baylor receivers going in the first round for some reason. So we have Washington and Bryant. Yeah. I mean, Dez seems like the obvious one to maybe not have won it because you would you know, expect that he would. That's part of where my brain likes to go with these. Is yeah, same. Um, should we should we go with Des? And I, I I don't think we necessarily really have a leg to stand on anywhere else that we feel strongly about. So I'm I'm fine with that. All right, we'll uh, we'll check in with Des Bryant. Man versus trivia. What did you guys have? Um, I kind of follow the awards closely. Um, I know pretty much all of them that have. Um, and I know Des. I thought for some reason in my head. I thought he had some trouble his 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 last college season and maybe didn't play all the games, so we went with Des Bryant. And both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Des Bryant. Yeah, Des got in some trouble that last year and he I don't I think he maybe played a couple games and then some stuff happened. But uh yeah, uh I mean big the Big Twelve, that's they've had the most winners. Uh Justin Blackman was a multiple time winner. Um yeah, so the big Big Twelve's kind of dominated that award. All right, moving on to number two in Odd One Out. This is Seattle Mariners Gold Glove winners. John Olerud, Dan Wilson, Brett Boone, Mike Cameron, Ken Griffey Jr., Franklin Gutierrez. All right, we can check in. All right, Man versus Trivia has checked in. Owl L Train, talk it out. Right off the bat, Josh amazingly said that Ken Griffey Jr. is not the odd one out here, much to my shock. I know. I know. It's surprising. He, he, you're going out on a limb, but I'm, I'm going to trust you on that one. <laughs> um, and then we feel like Mike Cameron, he's got multiple gold gloves. So Yeah, and Olerud won a bunch. I would think he had to have won one even when in Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. Franklin Gutierrez, I said to Josh, he's a who? Which leads me to believe that he's on this list. Otherwise, I don't know why he's in here. I would agree with that. So we're down to Wilson and Boone. And you were thinking that you recall Boone winning at least one. I feel like he did. I mean, he was a really underrated player when he was there. Like, he would hit 30 homers. He played good defense. Yeah, and I thought you made a good point in the chat about Wilson, that he was a good defensive catcher. But, yeah, he with 
uh, Pudge and um, Benji Molina. Benji Molina. There's a there was a lot of competition uh, for catchers, uh, Gold Glove wise. So if you feel comfortable, I think Wilson sounds like our best shot of the two that we've kind of narrowed it down to. Yeah, I say we go with it. All right, we'll we'll check in with Dan Wilson. Men versus trivia. What did you guys have? We had it down to Olrude and Wilson. We just I kind of just 100% guess on this. I just figured Olrude had to have won one there. Um, so we went with Wilson. And both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Dan Wilson. And uh, Scott and Josh, you pretty much outlined it. It's He was a great defensive catcher. Um, he just happened to be in the same, not only not only in the AL, but in the same division as Pudge for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> so, so he got buried for that, but uh, in 2001, the 116 game season, he committed one error in the 122 games. And that's the fourth highest uh, fielding percentage in league history. So he was awesome. I, I love Dan Wilson. All right. Moving on to number three, this is American masters winners. Lee Trevino. Zach Johnson, Mark O'Meara, Fred Couples, Freddie Mize, Jordan Spieth. All right, uh, we'll check in. Owl L Train has checked in. Man versus trivia. Talk it out. I think like it goes along the same lines as the, the Des Bryant. It's the more obvious name. We have it down to Trevino and O'Meara. And I think, you know, the more well-known name would be Trevino. So that would be the one that, you know, maybe we'd be quick to dismiss because thinking that it would be obvious that he did win. I've seen this list a lot. Um, I don't remember Lee Trevino's name being on there. See, to me, he's the least known on the list. Just oh, really? From, <laughs> just from my viewership. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really? But, uh, yeah. He was in Billy Madness or uh, Happy Gilmore. Sorry. Uh, so I say, I say Lee Trevino. It's like, I know these guys and I'm familiar with them. And I remember a few of them winning it for sure. But the rest of them, it's kind of like, I me- like I remember them winning something, but I can't remember like which you know if it was the Masters or something else. You know. Yeah. Um, when it goes back that far and it's Lee Trevino, I have to go based solely on just looking at the list and because I know like the other names I've heard. Spieth, I know his one. Johnson, I know his one. Um, all those guys, and then it's it, Lee Trevino just doesn't pop. Yeah, that's fine. We'll check in with Lee Trevino. Owl L Train, what did you guys have? Pretty similar discussions, obviously, uh, Spieth and Johnson uh, most recently. I was pretty sure that uh, O'Meara and Couples, so it was down to Mize and Trevino. Um, I think I remember seeing Mize on the list. Um, And it's kind of the same thing as I don't recall Trevino being on the list. Um, I don't know how many majors he actually won. I know he was a big personality, but I don't know how um, successful of a majors. contender he was right offhand so we also checked in with lee trevino and both teams will be getting points the correct answer is lee trevino Good job, Eric. yeah you had spieth in 2015 uh johnson in 2007 omira in 98 couples 92 and mize in 87 uh trevino he had 28 uh 28 wins total and six major championships um He's one of four to win the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, and the PGA Championship twice. All He won all those twice. So, so he, he missed out on the Masters as the career. Yep. And uh, he actually boycotted the Masters for a few years because he said he didn't feel comfortable there. Uh, I wonder why. <clears throat> Anyways. 
<laughs> Lee, Lee, Lee Trevino is the first golfer I have ever known as a child. We had Lee Trevino golf for the NES system when I was like five <laughs> years old. Oh, that's awesome. And yes, he's fantastic and happy Gilmore. Moving on to number four, Duke Wooden Award winners as the National College Player of the Year. Zion Williamson, Jason Williams, Elton Brand, Shane Battier, Grant Hill, J.J. Redick. We're checked in. Man versus Trivia is checked in. OL Train, talk it out. Yeah, so Zion did, because I remember that from this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Reddick, I'm pretty sure Reddick did. Okay. Uh, Jay Williams would make sense that he did. Agree with that. Brand was drafted first overall. He had a huge college season that year. It's likely that he would have won it. Okay. And the reason I, I initially said that is because he played with Brand. It was kind of like they had Battier, they had Brand, they had Corey McGetty, who was also really good. And Battier was like the third or fourth scorer. But with his defense and everything, I yeah, I think I recall, I think I rec- remember him winning. I really do. I, I don't know why. Like his name actually jumps out at me as one of the obvious ones for some weird reason, which then would leave us with Grant Hill. But like, and at the end too, also too, like Leitner won it when Hill was there. Right. And a Bobby Hurley was really good when Grant Hill was there. I don't remember a lot of guys off of that team winning the wooden. I know Leitner did. I don't know if many of the others did. If you're thinking of when, yeah, if you think of when Grant Hill was there, it was like 91 to 94. So you would have had like Chris Weber won it in that span. Leitner won it in that span. Larry Johnson. Right. That's where I'm leaning. I'm, I'm comfortable going there. If you're, if you feel pretty confident about Battier, then. For some reason, like when the list came out, his jumped out at me as like, yes, he won one. Okay. So. I, and I feel confident about the other four enough to go with Hill. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I yeah, feel yeah. like Reddit won it in Brand and Jay Williams. Yep. No, I, I agree. So we'll, we'll check in with Grant Hill. Yep. All right. There we go. Man versus trivia. What did you guys have? So, um. The first ever player to win it from Duke, I believe, was Christian Leitner. Um, he actually was uh, from about 20 minutes from where I live now. Um, so it was kind of a big deal. And all the other guys, I do remember, Badier won it, Brand won it, um, Williams won it, Zion won it. So we were down to, to Grant Hill. And both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Grant Hill. Yeah, he got it. Christian Leitner. He's playing Christian Leitner, Leitner and everybody else may have hated him but uh the committee picking this award did not hate christian Leitner. we're gonna go ahead and lock in with our theme of picking the biggest name on the list oh dan wilson <laughs> is the biggest name that, oh, that's a bold statement and i'm here for it <laughs> on to question five this is four by 100 gold medal winning countries japan the united states Trinidad and Tobago, Germany, Jamaica, and Canada. This is for the 4x100. Four 4x100, by 100. Four by 100, the men's 4x100 meter relay. So if we're going the biggest name on the list, Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> All right, well, uh, well, we'll check in. Owl L Train has checked in. Man versus Trivia, talk it out. Canada, I vaguely remember them winning. I mean, Jamaica has to have have won, right? 
the U.S. was was dominant before uh, Usain Bolt uh, was there. Uh, Japan, I remember being a weird one. I, I I'm pretty sure I remember Japan because I was like, really, Japan? <laughs> they 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 finished second last at the last Olympics, oh, but right, I don't maybe, I yeah. I don't remember them being. But if this if this like I just said to you, if this is the incomplete history of the Olympics, Germany has to have at least one. Yeah, I don't I don't remember them doing it, but you're right. Like it, like if it's history. Yeah, like the 1910s. You know what I mean? Like 20s, whatever. Something stupid. You know, before there was um, Bluetooth. That's what we'll go with. All right. I like Japan. Um, it just it feels like it doesn't fit. And I think he may have just thrown it in because they did come in second last year. Yeah, that would make sense. I remember something weird about Japan in the four by one. So if that's if that's what I'm thinking was weird, then maybe you're right. OK, um, let's check in with Japan. Owl L train. What did you guys have or what? Did, or what did Josh have? Well, Scott was pretty quick to eliminate Jamaica and the U.S. Those Crazy, are two right? that he he said they have. They seem obvious, they right? So they have, and yes, Jamaica's, I think, won the last two, and the U.S. has had it, well, one recently, not so much, but they had a couple in the either early 2000s and the 90s, and then I think there's a bunch of them way back when. Pretty sure Trinidad and Tobago has won in the last handful of Olympics. Um, Canada, I remember, I think that was the Atlanta Olympics. I think they won the 4 by 100 Um and kind of with the same logic of with this going back to since they've been doing it, uh, Germany uh, has to have won one. Um, and I don't recall Japan winning one. I think they finished second a couple times. But uh, so we also checked in with Japan. And both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Japan. So uh, exactly right. Japan has finished second in 2016 and 2008. And I remember 2008 specifically because Trinidad and Tobago won and obviously big fan of them from a, a certain movie that we love. <laughs> and they were in the uh, Goodwill Games. Germany won in 1960. Um, and uh, Josh, you had it exactly right. Canada won in 96 in Atlanta. So, yeah. So at the end of the first quarter, the scores have changed, but not the deficit. Owl L train has 130 and man versus trivia has 120. Today's second quarter will be sporting haikus. Sporting haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20 points. Number one, LSU point guard, then converted to Islam. Blackballed by the league. We can check in. LL train has checked in. Man versus trivia. Talk it out. Who's that guy that uh that didn't want to stand for the national anthem? Or he stood, but like I don't know, turn his back. He did something and he was for the Nuggets. Abdul Roof or something like that. I I have as much to say in the chat as I did in our text chat. Literally nothing. I have no idea. I don't know if he went to LSU. I don't know anything. But, I mean, I know just the converted to Islam part, I believe. So we'll do, uh, was it Mach? We'll go with uh, Abdul Rauf. Man versus Trivia checking in with Abdul Rauf. Owl L train, what did you guys have? This would be star LSU point guard. Star of Ice Cube's big three basketball. 
This would be Chris Jackson, a.k.a. Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf. And both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf. Uh, and yes, the, the player formerly known as Chris Jackson. He converted to Islam while he was, or right after he made it to the league, third overall pick in 1990. Um, and then he didn't change his name until 93. But yes, he decided he did not want, I mean, he did what Kaepernick did, but in you know 1995 he wouldn't stand then they came to a compromise the league in him where he would stand but he would have his head down and pray before or during the anthem and they kind they they kind of the nuggets jerked him around after that and basically he was phased out pretty quickly and uh, i love him he's one of my favorite all-time players watch him in the big three if you haven't he's still phenomenal oh my gosh he's unbelievable and he's one of the older guys in the league too and he just gets buckets him and katino mobley (laughs) (laughs) this is true all right on to number two big beard bare knuckles the king of the web brawlers unexpected death we can check in man versus trivia has checked in owl l train talk it out okay i don't know what the web brawlers are the guy with a big beard that died unexpectedly yeah and I'm guessing is probably is Abe Lincoln. <laughs> I mean, he. I was initially just going to laugh at what you said, but you actually might not be. You might be onto it. You think this is Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> well, bare knuckles. When is the last time anything's been bare knuckled? Anything? Huh? Yeah, that's true. What's the web brawlers? I have no idea. This is probably some <laughs> UFC guy, but he died unexpectedly. Abraham Lincoln. I mean, he was assassinated. That was unexpected. Um, were you I expecting know, him to die? His I knuckles around. were bare. John, was John Wilkes Booth expected him to die. <laughs> yeah, he did. Big beard, bare knuckles. Yeah, did, you're right about the bare knuckles thing. I mean, that's. Who the? I have no idea. It's got to be someone, right? Probably back in the day, right? To bare knuckles, like you said. But I don't I'm not know when the 1860s. I mean, I, any I, of those like old boxers? I, I have old boxers before they were wearing gloves. I couldn't even <laughs> tell you anybody that far. I, was it a organized thing back there? Back then, the, Eric knew it so quickly. I know. Like he checked in before Marcus finished reading. Okay, so UFC guys, that's what we got to be thinking about. Besides yeah. Abraham Lincoln, we'll 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 leave Abraham Lincoln as. What's up with Kimbo Slice? Is he still with us? I don't know. He had a big beard, didn't he? He did. He fought, but I, uh, is he dead? I don't. I couldn't tell you if he's dead or not. I, I don't know. Can you think of any other UFC guys with big beards? Conor McGregor. <laughs> I don't know. But don't he's know not called that a big he's, beard. He's still with us. And he's still alive. Yeah. I I'm I don't know. Kimbo Slice might not be. I have no idea. I, I don't know either. Uh all the other UFC guys I can think of, I know are alive. So that, that's better than Abraham Lincoln. Is it? Is it? Because Abe Lincoln had the beard and we know he's dead. That's whereas true, Kimbo but Slice only had the beard. I, I think Abraham Lincoln, I think he did wrestle. Um, I, I thought he did he wrestle? Or was he a according, according, to, according to some text, he's also a vampire hunter. Oh, <laughs> that movie was so underrated. I love um, that movie. I, I have he the did book box, in Josh. arm's reach. 
Okay, but I don't think he's going to be the answer. I think. Yeah, I, think I don't know if they would a... had a group called the Web Brawlers back then. <laughs> Probably I not. don't know. So, do you want to go with Kimbo? Yeah, why not? Uh, go ahead, check. We're, we're going to check in with Kimbo Slice. Owl L Train has checked in with Kimbo Slice. Man versus Trivia. What did you guys have? So Taylor did say it to me. Um, they're going to back into it. Did we really? And, uh, Rest in peace. Um, some of the greatest internet videos you'll ever watch. Kimbo Slice. When did he die? Both teams have checked ago. in with Kimbo Slice, and both teams will be getting points. I think Web Brawlers threw you off. It's just a way of me fitting into the structure of this question. That <laughs> gotcha. he like on the, web. on the internet. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wet interweb. <laughs> Bro, interweb, <laughs> interweb, brawlers, interweb, world wide web. Okay, Jeez. Into, the, into the I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking about friggin' Spider Man. Yeah, I kept picturing just like a group of like people that dress up like superheroes and they like fight. <laughs> I was, in I was, I was gonna be really disappointed if that was gonna keep you. It's actually he was called that by the by Rolling Stone when he was kind of rising in popularity. They called him the King of the Web Brawlers because actually that stuff. line probably saved us from going with Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yes it did <laughs> well good yeah kimbo slice died unexpectedly june 6th my birthday actually four or five years ago he huh. passed away he was getting ready for a fight and he had a heart attack and uh yeah okay uh, now and, i gotta and, look up lincoln and see what uh what's <laughs> he had a he had a seven and oh pro boxing record and then yeah. when he when he ventured into ufc he had a fine record it was five two and one but he just never quite lived up to the hype because you know it wasn't street fighting yeah. <laughs> it's fair yeah it's when you have to go to when you have to go to the ground with dudes actually then it's, let's move on to number three in sporting haikus conquered polio three golds in rome olympics first female track star we're gonna check in man versus trivia has checked in owl l train talk it out air bud I think, I think Rome was in the 60s, and I think I'm gonna take a little. Okay, um, I'm gonna have to argue a bit. I think a bit I with, assume, this, I, with I this first meant, female track star. I assume you meant I think the first that, Olympics ever is what no, I. Thought. well, no, no. Um, is it Greece? That's Rome? Greece. Yeah, that's Greece. yeah. <laughs> so I think so. I think Rome, like I said, was in the 60s. Um, but Babe Diedrichson was in like the 30s and if you're not going to call her a track star i'm not quite sure what oh that's why i typed you is that the babe lady oh i was looking down at my paper when um her and nick weber are national treasures so that's where i was that's my brain initially went to babe diedrichson but that the time frame doesn't work that's where i was trying to okay would you like me to amend it no, you went with it. It's I just have to try to figure out who that could have been, and I'm not sure I got a name. So female track stars in the '60s. Uh, yeah, right. So the ones that I know are what? Oh, oh, I know who this is. It's Wilma Rudolph. Oh, she had polio. That's who it is. Look at you, Scott. We're checking in with Wilma Rudolph. He had polio. <laughs> like con- convinced, know it for a fact. That All sounds right. like a Google right there. Yeah. <laughs> Owl L Train has checked in with Wilma Rudolph. Man versus Trivia, what did you guys have? Episode title, She Had Polio. Um, <laughs> the only old track 
female track star I could think of. I could not remember the one that Josh said earlier, and I already forgot it. It's because um, it's a woman. Um, only one I know is Wilma Rudolph. So he went with Wilma Rudolph. Both teams have checked in with Wilma Rudolph, <laughs> and both teams receiving points. The correct answer is Wilma Rudolph. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could argue it, but I could have I could have put Sprint in there instead of Track Star if that would have. Yeah, that would whatever, that. it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. You got it right. It's fine. Whatever. Okay, I, she retired after the sixty Olympics. Just was done. I won three golds. She won the one hundred, the two hundred, the four by one, and went on to teach and coach. And she's the one who kind of took it, and I guess elevated uh, a better way. A better way to say it would be she elevated females in track after that performance. Cool, um, jo- Josh. I'm gonna go ahead and say who for two reasons. One, I had never heard of her. Two, the World Health Organization helped solve polio. So there you go. <laughs> which one the my or wilma rudolph or babe Diedrichson or oh. <laughs> yep <laughs> moving on to question four notre dame alum three teams ten thousand rush yards big hall of fame snub we're gonna check in all right man versus trivia has checked in owl l train talk it out I think the last one's right. I, I think I recall a rant about this. Uh, wait, could it be this? Actually, could, wait, wait, could it be? Um, well, you can say it out loud now. They check. I, I know. Didn't didn't Garrison Hurst go to Notre Dame? I don't know. Did, did he only play for three teams? It seems like he played for more than three teams. Niners, Broncos. Or did he get ten thousand yards? I think this comes down to Ricky Waters and Garrison Hurst. I'm. I'm pretty sure Garrison Hurst also went to Notre Dame, but I don't know how Marcus would feel about Garrison Hurst as opposed to he would have a legitimate gripe about Ricky Waters. That would make sense. Uh, Garrison Hurst. Did he play long enough? I know he had some, a couple of really, a handful of really good years. Niners, he had some really good years. I just don't know if he would have accumulated 10,000. Maybe he did. Um, I I do think it's between those two, but if, if you think, I mean, Waters does make more sense based on know your host and if you have some sort of recollection of a ricky waters rant i i do whether that's my brain making it up just because marcus likes to rant about seattle stuff i i could be wrong <laughs> and for some reason hurst i just don't i just don't see him quite getting to ten thousand. okay and uh and then i don't know for sure on number of teams but then again yeah. i couldn't tell you for sure on ricky waters on number of teams but i'd say at least two or three for ricky all right waters. so i'll should we check in with ricky waters let's do it all right, we're checking in with Ricky Waters. Owl L Train has checked in with Ricky Waters. Man versus Trivia, what did you guys have? While you guys were talking it out, I was able to find this. Uh, my Garrison Hurst card. Nice. <laughs> I was a huge Garrison Hurst fan. He did not go to Notre Dame, however. Okay, good. Um, he went to Georgia. Um, but I do like I Garrison Hurst. Yes, I did also find this card, which is my Ricky Williams rookie card. That's Ricky um, Waters. Ricky it's Waters. Ricky Waters. I saw, sorry. <laughs> Ricky Waters rookie card, and we checked in with Ricky Waters. Both teams have checked in with Ricky Waters, and both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Ricky Waters. I don't honestly think that I have ranted about Ricky Waters. I think he made that up, but I could. I don't remember the rant. I know we've brought him up before. Yeah, I'm not sure just, about a big rant. I just I think he's mentioned that. He, I think the rant's in the question when he says Hall so, of Fame snow. <laughs> So yeah, there, there it is right there. Yeah. Waters, Waters started off in San Francisco. He had great years for them. And then they just didn't resign him because 
he was going to ask for too much money. He goes to they Philly. Coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. And Garrison, and how I feel about Garrison Hurst, he's fine. Sure. <laughs> um, and then when he got to Philly, he he had uh, six straight thousand yard seasons that went crossed over into his time with Seattle. And yeah, he just he's got over ten thousand and uh, rush yards, four thousand receiving yards, and ninety one total touchdowns. Moving on to the final question in sporting haikus. Nickname the hit dog. Big lefty, crowded home plate. AL MVP. All right. Well, um, let's check it in. Man versus trivia has checked in. Owl L train. Talk it out. Yeah, I, I think. I think it's move on. I think you're, I mean, he's definitely a lefty who would crowd the plate. He, he was always right was, up I don't know if you remember his stance, but he was right up in there, like I, in the plate. I mean, he almost, he almost reminded me of like a, a Don Baylor who would just, you know, yeah, just, yep. all you do is just stick the forearm out and you get a hit by pitch in the strike zone. Yep. And then he won AL MVP. Yes. Yes, he did. So what, 95 or 96? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, let's go. hit dog. I mean, he wasn't known for getting hits necessarily, uh, but like, know, he hits, was a, but... he was a 300 plus hitter for a couple of seasons there. Pounds or average? Yes. Both? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yes. I mean, it, it's, yeah. He could have also said like nice beard again. And you know, even that would have worked. Yeah. The, the nickname doesn't do anything, but he fits those other two criteria. So I, and he seems, he also seems like a player that Marcus would have enjoyed seeing as Marcus and I grew up at the same time. Like he was definitely a fun player for a kid. Yeah. Eric, yeah. are you making a face like Marcus and I didn't grow up at the same time? No, it was just funny. Like you're like, I loved him. Marcus obviously loved him too. <laughs> I know, I know what he's laughing at. <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> Jeez. All right. <laughs> uh, Owl L Train has checked in with Mo Vaughn. Man versus Trivia, what did you have? Yeah, so uh, Eric was really sure that he he crowded the plate. I, I didn't watch him enough to know that he crowded the plate, but I was pretty sure that he won the MVP. So with those two things together, we checked in with Mo Vaughn. Both teams have checked in with Movon, and both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Movon. Um, I honestly don't recall him being called the hit dog either, but man, it's just like it's. I was looking up some stuff, and apparently that was a thing. One dude on Twitter, Marcus saw, was like, ah, "I'm going to go with that." Yeah, that. Yeah, I get my research from Twitter, like lots of other brainiacs in this country. <laughs> he was the 95 AL MVP. And from 96 to 98, those three seasons, he averaged 40 home runs and 118 RBIs, which led him to signing the six-year $80 million deal with the Angels, which didn't really work out because, you know, his body broke down, basically. Uh, I I just want to say that was my single greatest order of all time as far as performances go. I got all five. I got all five. You have to take in the host to account, into account. That was... uh, that was my my crowning achievement. It's all downhill from here, and that's fine, but I just want to put that out there. Now you can say two quarters. Two quarters and a tailgate. Yach. <laughs> <laughs> all right. At the end of the second quarter, both teams destroying my game and sweeping the round again. The score now is Owl L Train with 230 and Man versus Trivia with 220. It is now time for halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. 
number one in halftime. Known then as Herschel Gilmore, what two-time Oscar winner played college basketball at St. Mary's and shot 40% from three during his senior season? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. You, you kind of convinced me with that last. <laughs> that that, last that, I just noticed that when I was, yeah. Um, should we check that in? Yeah, why not? All right, all right. We'll, we'll check in. Owl L Train has checked in. Man versus Trivia. You can talk it out. I, I know who he is, but I don't know his name. I <laughs> It's uh, Herschel Gilmore. No, I, I that helped, but it, it got me to nothing other than knowing who he like. I can picture him, but I have no idea what his name is. I know he's going to be Blade in the new Blade movies. That doesn't what help. Else, what else was he in? He was in a lot of like movies I've like would watch for like 10 minutes and it, like not you know what i mean like movies that i wouldn't really be interested in. i think he was in because i don't i'm not one for what's what's the word like serious movies like if there's not a fart joke i'm probably not <laughs> not for me um but Eric I don't know. List. I, i've never seen it yeah. <laughs> so like i was on i was on uh that hollywood cast connection podcast uh with good friend of the the show sam carr and um if you ever if you listen to it and you hear all the movie lists i go through you can tell it's like everything's just like oh will ferrell was in that and then adam sandler and and that's that's where i go so i don't know i couldn't tell you what his name is so let's go with wesley snipes unless you got unless you got a different name taylor no no i mean i can't without knowing like what else he's in i can't picture i wish i could yeah i wish i could come up with other movies he was in but yeah Man versus Trivia is checking in with Wesley Snipes. Owl L Train, what did you guys have? Well, now that uh, Eric said he's starring in Blade, um, I'm quite certain our answer is correct. Yep. Uh, I first saw him in House of Cards when he played Remy Denton. Remy Denton. Um, I do believe this is Mahershala Ali. One team will be receiving points. The correct answer is Mahershala Ali. Makes me so mad because I was thinking of the Luke Cage show and I couldn't think of it. Yeah, he's, uh, he played Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. He, he was, was fantastic so in that. He, his two Oscar wins are for Best Supporting Actor in Moonlight and then uh, The Green Book. And also my flavor text was he's going to be the new Blade, which I'm <laughs> super excited about. Yeah, and I also, like when we were going back and forth, when I thought about his current name, I was like, Mahershal. I was like, Herschel. <laughs> oh. that's, that's, that's why I threw that in there, because I was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that a lot of people know that. Uh, once, I, once I saw him in Luke Cage, I was like, oh. And I've seen him in other stuff, but I was like, oh, I love him in that. I want to learn about him. And then I just read that fact, and I was like, oh, cool. I'll yeah. use that at some point, maybe. When I was um, looking, like, because I'm a big fan of the blade movies and i saw they were making a new one and they said this guy was going to be it that's the only reason i'm like who is he so i kind of started reading this wikipedia page and that's all that i had on him was that. yeah i don't think he's done a lot of things that would make you laugh so no, no he was no. also in true detective and yeah, yeah exactly yeah, there's no. not, not a lot of fart jokes in that all no, right no no <laughs> no that show geez all right moving on to question two what former all afl defensive back nicknamed the hammer played in the first Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs, and after retiring, would go on to have well over 100 movie and TV credits to his name as an actor. We can check it. All right, Man versus Trivia has checked in. Owl L Train, what do you guys have? You know, Josh, sometimes in the seventh inning, you just give up a hit. 
goes right up the middle. I mean, we we've had a good run here. This is uh this will be our is this our first? Will this be if we don't get it our first wrong answer? Yeah, yes. we're, we have a perfect game. <laughs> That's all right. I knew we weren't going to finish with the perfect game. Yeah, same here. Um, oh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. About, I don't know about that. The, my, apparently, my questions are very easy. Oh no, I think you just left Easy Town, <laughs> to Hardsville. Yeah, I, um, n- nothing on this. I, I couldn't tell you any. No, I don't know defensive backs from the sixties. I didn't even realize most people did because they weren't the flashy players back then. And and I don't, I can't think of defensive backs who became an actor. Nope. I mean, the only, you know, like probably would have had an acting career in like the mid to late seventies. I mean, a hundred and something, you easily could have gone into the eighties. Yeah. I mean, could have started probably in the mid to late seventies. Yeah. I, the nickname doesn't mean anything to me. I got nothing, so I, nope. I don't even have Same a here. I don't even have a guess. So No, I, I I don't know any defensive back that played in the first Super Bowl for either side. So there's, there's no guess here from me. You want to Who was it? Reggie Roby. You want to Reggie Roby it and Yeah. Or no do you want to why don't we lucky something? Oh good that's we'll probably try better to keep the perfect game. All right. Uh, what lucky do you want to? Uh, what's a what's a good defensive back last name? So not Williams. That's an offensive name. Sure. I, I have no idea. Let's go. Roby Coleman. Right. Yeah. It's definitely that. Let's go with a um, Lucky Davis. All right. So we're gonna All check right. with Davis. <laughs> Owl L Train checking in with Lucky Davis or just Davis. Man versus trivia. What did you have? So he's actually in one of my favorite movies from Dusk Till Dawn. I believe he plays Frost. And he has that little air boxing sequence where he gets bit by a vampire. So whatever. But you guys were close with it. If he would have went with a Lucky Williams, it's uh, Fred Williamson. Man versus Trivia checking in with Fred Williamson. One team will be receiving points. The correct answer is Fred Williamson. Is he someone I would know by his face? Because his name yeah. makes yes. me want to say... He, he's been in Ooh. a lot of stuff. He's been on a lot of stuff. Like okay. like I said, it's over a hundred. He did a lot of black exploitation stuff like okay. when he initially started. But he's done he was in the he was the cap, Captain Doby in the Starsky and Hutch remake. He's 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 been in quite a few. Okay. Right. Few. If you saw his face, you'd be like, Yeah, that so that's guy. that's why I that's why I didn't want to immediately throw out a who necessarily because <laughs> I'm sure I probably have seen this guy. I just don't know him by that. He, he, he's not even in my top three of Williamson's he, or he's, four even. <laughs> He's like a like if you would tell a kid nowadays like Brian Dennehy they were like who but if they saw this picture it'd be like yeah no that's him <laughs> so so my, I'll, yeah. I'll look him up later I guess um so <laughs> the one of my favorite things is he's very integral in the Max McGee getting into the game uh, story he actually knocked out Boyd Dowler out of that game he was known for it he the dude was just a that's why they called him the hammer he used to I mean like super illegal stuff forearms to the face like it was bad and he said before the game i'm gonna knock out somebody and he did and then later in the game he got knocked out of the game so but yeah yeah. he his his hit caused max mcgee to come into that game and become the drunken hero we all love i've seen this guy i I just looked him up too yeah i've seen this guy guy. okay good he's still acting yes he is i know i was gonna say i was trying to contain myself i wanted to be like well he's still going 
<laughs> he started in the late '60s and uh, acting, and he's still acting. Well, yeah. yeah. While y'all I, I, were doing that, I looked up Brian Dennehy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you recognize him? No. <laughs> what? The dad from Tommy Boy? No. No. Oh, man. Let's move on to question three in halftime. B-Ball's best kept secret was a compilation rap album released in 1994 featuring many NBA players taking a shot in the music world. There are 11 players with either features or solo songs on this album. Name any four. I got some of them. <laughs> I, really? I, 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 so if I listened to one album from NBA players, and it, 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 I thought it was a little later, but if it is, I think I got at least some of them. <laughs> we, just, we just need four. Let's go with it. We'll check in. Do we need four? Trivia has checked in. Owl mm. L Train, feel free to talk it out. Oh, boy. All right. So, again, just we want to take time frame into consideration. Yeah. We know Shaq has tried his, I, his hand at rapping. It wouldn't surprise me if that was like his first introduction and kind yeah. of like thrusting him into it. I, I think we got to have him in our list of four. I agree. And then I, I really like Gary Beaton. I know just your host. Yeah. Okay. I vaguely recall J.R. Ryder trying rap when he was with the Timberwolves, yeah. but I don't know if he would have. I don't. I couldn't tell you if any of these guys were on this particular album. I'm not familiar with it, but I know he tried his hand. I don't. I don't mind. I like that answer because. Okay. So we have Shaq, Gary Payton, J.R. Ryder. We need a fourth. Uh, let's go. I don't know why he popped my head. Let's go Cedric Sabalos as our fourth. Okay. Okay, so, so we're, we're going to check in with uh, Shaq, Gary Payton, J.R. Ryder, and Cedric Zavallo. Man versus Trivia, what did you guys have? So we also uh, checked in with, with Shaq, who was beginning his rap career then. He was also in a uh, movie called Shazam, not to be confused with the, uh, with the current one that just came out. Uh, the J.R. Ryder song started with him saying his name multiple times. J.R., J.R., J.R. Ryder, which was, which I, I, I thought of that right. When I was like, it's the dunking guy that was only good at dunking. And Eric oh, so he was like out. the original Jason Derulo, then it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it did. And then uh, Gary Payton, the funniest song on the entire album. Uh, Living legal in large, Jim P's the man in charge. Gary Payton, which was so funny. He was like, he, his song was literally about living like a legal life. Like, I follow the rules, which is the least rap thing you could do, which was so funny to me. I couldn't think of a fourth one, uh, but Eric said Cedric, Cedric Sabalos. And I th once you said that, I was like, I'm pretty sure he has a couple of songs on that album. So uh, we, we all got it right, guys. <laughs> All right, here are your here are your eleven players: Dana Barros, Malik Seeley, Shaquille O'Neal, Malik Seeley, Cedric Sabalos, Brian Shaw, Chris Mills, Jason Kidd. They don't want to know what the kid did. <laughs> Dennis Scott and Gary Payton. Both teams are receiving points. That album was so bad. I thought it was so, so cool terrible. In 1994. I, I, was so good. I <laughs> stumbled upon it as I'm writing this game and I listened to it while wow. I was writing it. And it is awful. It's so bad. Scott. Uh, one of Shaq's rhymes was A E I O U. And sometimes why they call me Jimmy <laughs> Snooker because I'm super fly. Oh, oh that's dope. God. Oh, it was so terrible. Scott, like, nice pull on the Sabalos. Yes. Yeah, so when you said Cedric Sabalos, I'm like, oh my gosh, you got it. He just um, he seems like that type of guy. 
so Malik Seeley, rest in peace. Seeley. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, his yes. number is retired by the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. His his song is called "Lost in the Sauce." The best song on the album. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm biased. I thought it was GP, but yeah, you're right. The actual things he sang. So that so that <laughs> was the worst. It was no. So get out of here. No, Dana <laughs> Barrows. Check it. Is awesome. Chris Mills? Yeah. Like... Yeah. Um, Gosh, I, so I it was pretty... seen this album, like the track list once. I, that's got to be where Sabalo's like stuck okay. in my head because I remember Jason Kidd now and being like, Jason Kidd was rapping. Yeah, uh, the rappers that were on it with him, uh, Three Owl Scratch, uh, Money B from uh, Digital Underground. Yeah, it's 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 bad. So go give oh. it a listen. You can find it on YouTube. It's no thanks. Please, Marcus highly right. recommends it. Wow. Um... <laughs> yes. Moving on to question four. What member of the Magnificent Seven USA Gymnastics team ventured into acting and played cheerleader Patty Simcox twice in a brief revival of Grease on Broadway in the late 90s? I got it. We can check in. Man versus Trivia has checked in. Owl L Train, talk it out. I love how it's uh, women's gymnastics, so Eric's like, oh, we'll check in. Yeah, disgusted at himself that he knows it. No, going back to one of the first episodes, I voiced my sheer fandom for the 1996 women's gymnastics. Oh, me too. Team. Absolutely. Dominique <laughs> all the all the way, and I think it might be her. I assumed you got it from the Broadway connection. Oh, that too. She was cute, man. I'd, I'd want her to play in a production of Grease. She had the, I feel like she had the most like mainstream appeal just from like a look standpoint. And she had like a bubbly personality. I have no sure. It's not Carrie Strug. I just asked a question about her in the PTE game and I looked up all her stuff and she went into the White House, did a bunch of stuff. So definitely not her. Yeah. Dominique Dawes was African American. I mean, not that they can't recast like that in a play, but Patty Simcox from Greece was not African American. That's all I have. I got nothing. I'm not in the process of reviving Greece. And if I were, Josh, you'd be my Kanicki. I, uh, I got I got nothing. Can I be the can I be the super uh horny dude in the, yes. in the seabirds? Oh, that's that like is so you she put up a fight. Yes, that's you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that creep, I'll do that for sure. Jeez. Eric's the uh the gym teacher. So is this gonna be a Patreon exclusive where we uh <laughs> just act out Greece? Guys, we can, get your we, can ready. we can hey hey we can rope in Kellen McGuire mm. and a couple of the people get, that we know that are <laughs> get those pipes ready, all right. Um yeah, uh, let's let's just check in with uh Dominique Mociano. Sure. Checking in with Dominique what? Mochianu. Mochianu. Apparently that's not Checking in with Dominique Mochianu. <laughs> Man versus trivia. What did you guys have? So it was the, um, my favorite out of the seven is uh, the other Dominique. Dominique Dawes. Dominique Dawes. That's what we went with. One team will be receiving points. The correct answer is Dominique Dawes. Eric, how do you know that? Because I looked her up like maybe <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> an hour ago. <laughs> I got my obligatory Dominique Dawes update. It's like my daily thing. I wake up, like if I don't want to get out of bed, I just pull up what's Dominique Dawes up to. All right. She's still here. Why, she, do, you have uh, a, why do you have a favorite? They're all women. <laughs> she was not. Listen, as a child, and even now, I feel like she's the most attractive one out of the group. Oh, my wife does not know yeah. that. She's beautiful. So she's also appeared in a couple of music videos in Prince's Betcha by Golly Wow, which I've never heard. And I've listened to a lot of Prince, never heard that song. And uh, in 
we run this the the Missy Elliott song. So, final question of halftime: What Oregon State safety was drafted in the second round by Tampa Bay in 2007, but retired after only four full seasons, and is currently a professional wrestler working in both NXT and even a brief appearance appearance this year in AEW? I'm I'm at like 75 percent though. I'm fine. I got, like I said, I got, I got nothing there. I'm okay. assuming Eric's going to get this because it's a right. 2000s NFL draft question. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah, we'll let him, we'll let him talk it out. We'll, we'll check in. Owl L train has checked in man versus trivia. Talk it out. I'm guessing he was trash in the league or else I would know him immediately. <laughs> um, 2007. I have no safety out of Oregon State in my head. I, uh, I mean, the Bucks were irrelevant at that point, and I don't watch wrestling because I think it's stupid. So I have no idea. I got nothing. Um, let's go with. I don't pick a safety. Eric Weddle. I know he didn't go to or- Oregon State, so let's go Eric Weddle. I know he's not a wrestler. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So man versus trivia. Checking in with Eric Weddle. Al L train. What did you guys have? Well, obviously, I attacked it from the wrestling side first, uh, just knowing that there's an NXT wrestler who hardly ever actually appears on television. I think he might have made an appearance on AEW, and I know he played safety, and I think it was for the Bucks. So I checked, we checked in with uh, Tino Sabatelli. I will be awarding you points. You gave me his ring name, but you know who I'm, you know who you're talking about. Okay, so yeah. one team will I be. Didn't, you didn't points. really specify which name. Right. So the correct answer is Tino Sabatelli, or it's, as he's actually known, Sabby Piscatelli. Yeah, Sabby Piscatelli. We in our discussion uh, episode that we had about the NFL, we brought up workout warriors, and this is exactly that. Sabatelli uh, out of or Piscatelli, excuse me, out of Oregon State, six three two twenty, and ran a four 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 at the combine, and uh, he was bad, very bad in the NFL, very very bad. Who? Sabby Piscatelli. Sure. I thought that name would stick in some, in, in, you know, cause that is just not something you see. And, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, he that's, was bad. that's literally the first time I've heard that either of their names was on this recording. <laughs> the next time we need a lucky something, we're going with L- lucky Piscatelli for sure. <laughs> <laughs> My work. All right. And that is the, the end of halftime. Owl L train is at 290 and man versus trivia is at 280. Come on, pick and roll. Better no, not be pick, pick and roll. roll. <laughs> how about the how about the uh, flop turn in river? How about just like more wrestling questions? <laughs> We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Benchwarmers TP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. In the third quarter, we will be playing Pick and Roll. Pick and Roll. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing ten items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the 10 items. If the team does not correctly identify all 10 items, 
the other team can attempt to finish this list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. You know what, though, Josh? We still have a chance at the third one, though, because... Oh, they might take they might take the lead from the oh, first. We're just going to tank the second one, so there we, we guaranteed get the third. Right. There we go. There All we right. Go. Your categories in pick and roll are 1996... Home run leaders, Seattle Seahawks all-time receiving leaders, and most men's UFC title match wins. That's championships and defenses. Man versus trivia is trailing. What would you guys like to go with first? What do you want, Not Taylor? I'll Seattle tell you what I Seahawks want. Seahawks wide receivers. <laughs> no, I was going to say 100% that. <laughs> oh, are you, are you serious? Yes, but I'll, I'll defer to you. I mean, if you want something else, because I... But if you, I mean, if Taylor, Eric's going to get all 10 on all three. So, yeah, <laughs> pick what I, you Yeah. I mean, the one I'm least, the one I'm, I'm fairly confident on all of them. The one I'm least confident on is baseball, but even that, I'm still pretty. Okay. I could be kind of helpful on that one, but let's, I mean, let's go with your, I mean, you're going to have way more of these than I will. So, whichever one you think. I'll have at least seven of the Seahawks wide receivers. All right. Let's do that. All right. Man versus Trivia is picking Seattle Seahawks all-time leading receivers to start. We are going to check in. <laughs> yeah, you going to Yeah, you, for yep. sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Man versus Trivia has checked in. What do you guys have? So, we'll start with my all-time favorite Seahawks wide receiver and Cowboys wide receiver Joey Galloway. Um then there was Corn Robinson, Daryl Jackson, Doug Baldwin, Ingram, Lockett, Largent, and Blades. And then we have two left. We went with uh, Sean Alexander and Chris Warren. Correct answers. We have number one, Steve Largent at 13,089 yards. Number two, Brian Blades, 7,620 yards. Number three, Doug Baldwin, 6,563 yards. Number four, Daryl Jackson, 6,445 yards. Number five, Tyler Lockett, 4,892 yards. Number six, Bobby Ingram, 4,859 yards. Number seven, Joey Galloway, 4,457 yards. And number nine, Corin Robinson, 3,567 yards. So we are missing number eight and number 10. Hmm. Great. Uh, pretty and- much our whole list. <laughs> here, here, here's here's our list: Bobby Ingram, Corey Robinson, Corey Robinson, Carol Jackson, Steve Largent, Dyer Lockett, Doug Waldman, Joey Calloway, Sean Alexander. The only ones that. So I don't think this is Sidney Rice. I don't. I don't think he was there long enough. No. Could Golden Tate sneak in with? Three thousand. He there long number ten. Was he there long enough? for like four years? Boy, I don't know. I, so I don't. We're in between three, five, six, seven is number nine. So we have one that has more than that, and then one that has less. Yeah. Yeah, Jermaine Curse didn't get a lot, but three. I mean, if you're if you play, you know, five years, you can get to three thousand receiving yards. Yeah. If you're a you know mid tier receiver. So the only names really we have are Ricky Waters, Golden Tate, Jermaine Curse, 
Do you want to go Tate and Curse? I all right. So we'll go. We'll go with Golden Tate and Jermaine Curse. Owl L Train is checking in with the remaining two with Jermaine Curse and Golden Tate, and those are both incorrect. So the last two, you'd have to be me basically to know who these last two people are. I will say number eleven is Dion Branch. DK Metcalf's at fourteen. Golden Tate is 15, Jermaine Kerr's 16, and Jimmy Graham is 17. Okay. Number eight, he played fullback for them in the late 80s to mid-90s, John L. Williams with 4,151 yards. And number 10, he played with Largent in that early era, Sam McCollum with 3,409 yards. Oh, CJ's so I didn't, dad. Right. I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't expect you guys to uh, pull Sam McCollum. Maybe John John L. Williams, but not, not McCollum for sure. Owl L. Train, what is your choice of category? 1996 MLB home run leaders or most men's UFC title, title fight wins? I think this is pretty obvious, right, Josh? I, I hope so. I hope you're going to say home run leaders because – I'm, I'm going to say home run leaders. All right. Owl L train is going with 1996 MLB home run leaders. We're, we're checked in Marcus. Owl L train has checked in. What is your list guys? I'm just making sure I got it right. Okay. I think I got it. Yeah. We got yeah. the, so do you want to go or you want me to? Or? I'll, I'll do it. I okay. have it here. And if I flub it and say the wrong one, correct. I'll, I'll correct you. All right. So we have uh, Mark McGuire. Ken Griffey Jr., Brady Anderson, the aforementioned Mo Long, Juan Gonzalez, Andres Galarraga, Albert Bell, Jay Buner, Barry Bonds, and Ken Caminiti. Your correct answers. Number one with 52 home runs, Mark McGuire. Number two with 50 home runs, Brady Anderson. Number three, Ken Griffey Jr. with 49 home runs. Number four, Albert Bell with 48 home runs. Tied for fifth with 47 home runs, Andres Galarraga. Also tied for fifth with 47, Juan Gonzalez. Tied for seventh with 44, Jay Buhner. Also tied for 44, Mo Vaughn. And tied for ninth uh, with 42 home runs, Barry Bonds. So we are looking for the other player tied for ninth place. Nice job, guys. Man versus trivia. Can you finish this? Can I swallow it up for a whole you're you're muted? We had a fun conversation about steroids in the chat. That was fun. <laughs> There's a good one to be had. Got a lot of names. We have way too many names because we only need All one. Right. So I mean, uh, of your original list. Who do you like best? Uh, Sammy Sosa, Andrew Jones, uh, Jason Giambi, or Todd Helton are kind of the my favorite okay. four. And then I, the ones you don't have listed, I like Sheffield, Greg Vaughn, and I mean, maybe Frank Thomas was up there, but that's just more oh, yeah. a sentimental thing just to get his name on this podcast. Frank Thomas, Frank Thomas, Frank Thomas. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. Pick one. You want to go Sosa? You want to go? I don't know. Uh, I'm leaning. Yeah, Sosa or Andrew Jones. Let's go Jones. I know he had a 50 season. I know it wasn't then, but right. It might even be too early for him. I don't know. Yeah, Let's go. There's with... just it's just too many. It's just a crapshoot at this point. Let's go Sosa. Okay. 
Man vs. Trivia is checking in with Sammy Sosa. And that is incorrect. You did say the last name on the list, Eric. Also tied with ninth with 42 home runs, Gary Sheffield. Um, he was on our, our short list. Yes. I, lo- this, I, I loved how he waved his bat. That was a lot of fun. All-time favorite this, baseball player, baby. This, this list of, in 1996, 44 player or 43 players hit 30 or more love it i mean Steroids. you're going i mean ron gant uh yeah jeff king who, who, who is jeff king <laughs> josh josh you could fill up a just with the guys who hit over 30 you could have a decent day here was, was 96 a big jeremy burnett's year um i don't john jeremy jaha Burnett, uh john jaha is definitely yeah. on here uh greg Vaughn. Greg Vaughn was eleven. Oh, Greg's not a who. He's no, Greg. no, 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 no. John I just Jaha meant. I just meant. I just meant Greg Vaughn is on here. Nope. Hen- Henry Rodriguez. I, I thought about him. The Cubs. <laughs> John Jaha hit thirty four. He was tied for twenty eighth. Eric Karros. Uh, oh. Diesel mm-hmm. um, Fielder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is late for him. I don't see him. Fielder. Terry, he Terry that, Steinbach. He He's number eighteen. Terry I, I just, Steinbach. I just, I just, Steinbach. Nice. Yeah, was he, he with the A's at the time, or is he? Uh, um, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't say. say. Uh, uh, Eric Sosa and Frank Thomas were tied. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they hit forty. They were tied with forty with Vinny Castilla and Ken Caminetti and Ellis Burks. Ken Caminetti won the MVP, and he wasn't even in the top ten in in homers. That's why we <laughs> it's named crazy. Him. It's crazy. Re- rest, I, in, rest in peace. I yeah. had Castilla <laughs> and Ellis Burks on on our, our short list as well because course field they were flying on oh my that gosh year. The, just oh. the air just the era you just look at this list and you're like man steroids were crazy and we only know like a third of the people that did it i i think it's safe to say john jaha did it <laughs> all right so man versus trivia final category you get the first crack at most men's ufc title fight wins championships and defenses Man vs. Trivia is checking in. What's your guys' list? The scariest leg snap of all time, Anderson Silva. We went with Ronda Rousey. Nunez. Johnson. Hughes. Couture. Cormier. Aldo. St. Pierre. And sticking with the steroids theme, John Jones. We're going to have a shot here, Josh. So your correct answers... Number one with 14 wins, John Jones. Number two with 13 wins, George St. Pierre. Number three, Demetrius Johnson, 12 wins. Number four, Anderson Silva with 11 wins. Number tied for fifth with nine wins, Randy Couture. Uh, Also tied for fifth with nine wins, Matt Hughes. Seven with eight wins, Jose Aldo. And tied for eighth with six wins, Daniel Cormier. So there are two names left that are tied for six wins. Um, I did say most men's. Oh, yeah, that's that where part. when they, I was like, wait a minute, didn't he? That's say why men's? I wanted you to read it again. That, I just that's why I said to Josh, I was like, well, we're going to have a shot here, or at least two. So oh. what you were saying, so yeah, the other I, two I thought, are yeah. tied with six. Yes. So, yeah, there's a three-way tie at the bottom. So there's two names there. All right, Josh. So we have four names that were on our list that didn't come up. Of those, I think I like Tito Ortiz the best. Yeah, I, I would agree. And then we got what? Chuck Liddell, 
Frank Shamrock. Yep. And uh, Kane Velasquez. Yep. And then, um, of course, there's always the back pocket pick of Brock Lesnar. Me being a oh. wrestling fan and you being a Minnesotan, that's just always our back pocket selection. Yeah, he. I don't know if he had that many. No, I don't. Wins. I don't think he's actually correct. I just want to throw yeah. out there that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm. I'd be fine with going Ortiz and probably Shamrock of the of the four. Sure, I'm fine with that. Ortiz and Shamrock. Yep, let's do it. All right, we'll check in with Ortiz and Shamrock. Owl L Train checking in with Tito Ortiz and Frank Shamrock. Uh, you will be getting some points. Uh, tied for eighth with six wins, Tito Ortiz. And the last name that nobody named with six wins, the guy who just had a trilogy with Daniel Cormier, Stipe Miocic. Yes. Who? <laughs> when you said Shamrock, I thought you meant Conor McGregor. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I was, I was specifying because the only Shamrock Ken. I knew from UFC was Ken Shamrock, but in an earlier Dean's list, Ken Correct. was on the list, but Frank Shamrock was on the list. So I was like, I bet he's higher up on things than Ken is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Ken yeah. went pretty quickly to uh, WWE or WCW, one of the two. The he was in the very, the, yeah. The world's most dangerous yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like so the very beginning long... with like Dan Severin and all them. So yeah, was... they all. So they I don't all know how long there. he stayed in the UFC before getting into wrestling. Not long. Well, it was it was way it was completely different back then. That was when yeah. you could just show up in like a a flannel shirt and jeans and just hop in the ring against so, Dan Severin and get knocked out. Our score is man versus trivia with four forty, and owl L train with three ninety. It's fun while it lasted, Josh. <laughs> That brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Earth, fire, wind, water, heart. Captain Planet. <laughs> so for all of you Captain Planet fans out there, uh, that's that's the categories for today. Okay, Earth will be soccer. Fire will be the NHL. Wind is the NFL. Water is the NBA. And heart is baseball. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one, Earth. What Senegalese winger finished fourth in the 2019 Ballon d'Or voting and since joining Liverpool in 2016 is second in goal scored behind only Mo Salah? We, we can check in, Taylor. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you guys checked in? Yeah, we're checked in. All right. Man versus Trivia has checked in. Owl L Train. Talk it out. See my 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 Liverpool banner here. <laughs> hey, you yeah. see mine You're right there. Yeah. So I, there were words I didn't even recognize in the question. So that that's where I'm at. The only winger I know is Deborah Winger, and I don't think that's the right answer. I can I can virtually guarantee you this is going to be a who question. I'll wait to bring it out in its full well, force. Since we wagered so much on it, we did wager zero. So yeah. Messi probably won it. He probably didn't finish fourth, and he doesn't play for Liverpool, but 
but there we go. Let's do it. All right. We'll check in with Messi. All right. Owl L train <laughs> has checked in with Messi. <laughs> Man versus trivia. What did you guys have? Just Josh's face when he checked it as just like a smile on his face. Like this is good. <laughs> Messi. I, I'm, I'm sure he's from Senegal, right? Close. That's not that's not, not Argentina. Right. Via, via Argentina. Yeah, something like Sen- that. The, the Senegal of South America, as everyone knows. So I I had to disagree with Taylor. He did suggest Steven Senegal, but I didn't think that was right. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, but no, uh, the Senegalese winger for Liverpool is Sadio Mane for 50 points. Man versus Trivia checking in with Sadio Mane. One team getting points. Surprisingly, the correct answer is Sadio Mane. The only thing I did to help on that question was convince Eric to bet more points on that one than we originally planned. Who <laughs> finished fourth in the Ballon d'Or? Oh, jeez. Best Dude, players in the world. Here. He's one of the best players in the world. He really is. Uh, so fourth, good. apparently. In, in 2019, he was the fourth best in the world. All right. After question one, we have a little bit wider of a gap. Uh, Man versus Trivia is now at 490, and Owl L Train is still at 390. All right. On to question two Fire. What 18 year NHL veteran was one of the smallest players of his generation, but finished his career as a seven time all star and is currently second all time in points for the Calgary Flames behind Jerome Aginla? Oh, crap. That was my answer. I'm ready to check in if, when, if you're good. Coach, I would be no help on these first two questions, and I was right. I feel like Marcus is writing this fourth quarter for me. Cause yeah, because the- as if you need any more help. Well, just the, the answer to this question is one of my favorite players of all time. So uh, <laughs> he would never have known that. It's never come up. I know. All right. Man versus we're, trivia is checked in. I was hoping it was Jerome McGinley, Josh. And then he said behind Jerome McGinley. So, uh, you know, I, I think there's maybe one other name that pops in my head when, for the Flames. I don't even know if I, I don't know his first name. Okay. But Flurry, I think he was a flame. I don't know his first name. It's a okay. name that sure, pops in a, my head for definitely a hockey flames. Name. I I don't have any clue if that's right or not, but that's a name that I think goes along with the flames. I I could be completely wrong for all I know, but I I've got less than that, so let's I say we just do it and move on. All right. Well, we wagered ninety, and we'll check in with Flurry. Owl L train checking in with Flurry. Man versus trivia. What did you guys have and how much did you wager? It's one of my all time favorite players. Played for the Avalanche for a minute. Um, it's Theo Ren Flurry or Theo. Hey. Man versus trivia checks in with Theo Flurry. And both teams are getting points. The correct answer is Theo Flurry. Yes, he was 5'6 and 180 pounds. He's a little fella. And uh, all right, after question two, man versus trivia. Is up to 590 and Owl L Train moves up to 480. On to question three Wind. The NFL has had plenty of instances of multi sport athletes having success, but who is the only player in NFL history to win both an Olympic gold medal and a Super Bowl ring? All right, we'll check in. 
Owl L Train has checked in. Man versus trivia. Talk it out. I have everything except his last name. Can I not give you his last? Will you take his uh, his ring name? His ring name? No. No, no I will not. <laughs> it's Bullet Bob something. Holy, why can't I come up with this? I can tell you everything about this dude. He's in the ring of honor. Why can't I think of his name? Holy crap. And Stallback throws a pass to Bullet Bob. Uh, this is a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, this is holy. This is, this is a good. This is a good quarter. Yeah, wow. Marcus, <laughs> like, Liverpool. Marcus feels about Eric. NHL. Marcus. Cowboys. Holy. This is the Eric fourth quarter if I've uh, ever seen. Like he needs more help winning. Hey, hey Marcus. After this one, you're not going to need to give score updates. It's not going to be close anymore. Even if they get it right, you don't need to give any. Or if they get it wrong, you don't need to give any more updates. <laughs> Oof. Taylor, I I don't think I'm gonna get there. It's, it's before I cared about the NFL, so I was pick, no pick pick. It's 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 not a common last name, but it's not a weird last name. It's something weird, like not weird, but you know what I mean. It's not like Johnson or Smith. It's like what did we say earlier? Lucky. Uh... There you go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> Piscatelli or whatever. Bullet uh, Bob Piscatelli. It sounds good. If there isn't one, there is now. I don't, yeah, let's go with that for a hundred points. Okay, man versus trivia checking in with Bob Piscatelli for 100 points. Owl L Train, what did you guys have? Uh, well, uh, we went a different route of uh, a Super Bowl champion who did compete in the Winter Olympics but did not win a medal um, and played for the Chicago Bears. We thought maybe wind was going windy city. So we're checking in with Willie Galt, even though we know it's not the right answer, but he sort of fits the two criteria, kind of. And how many points did you wager? A hundred. Okay. Uh, so Owl L Train checking in with Willie Galt for 100 points. And nobody is receiving said points. Oh, man, right on the tip of your tongue, Eric. I really thought you were going to get there. Again, guys, I wrote this without looking at who was on the game. And I didn't think this was all just going to roll right into Eric's wheelhouse. Uh, um, the correct answer is Bullet Bob Hayes. On of a... Um, Hayes... Uh, at the 1964 Olympics, he won the 100 and the 200 uh, and was the world's fastest man, came over to the uh, Cowboys, and he really is basically the only instance in NFL history of a track guy coming over and, and actually doing well. Question four, water. The three-pointer reigns supreme in today's NBA, so it's no surprise that the Splash Brothers, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, are number one and two all-time in games with 10 plus three pointers made what three players are tied for third one is a journeyman and two are superstars all right let's check in all right man versus trivia has checked in owl l train talk it out i don't have too much on this i mean obviously you were and i think you're right it's going to be more recent because even when i when i was looking for ray allen I just don't know if I, I don't recall him. That's a lot of three pointers to make. And yeah, he, he was just before where everybody just was shooting them like crazy. Right. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I like, um, I like your answer. J.R. Smith for the journey, man. I, I, Crawford could be too. I mean, those are both guys who like to, you know, they're both journeymen they, they, and they, they both shoot threes. The and, yeah, they just chuck up threes. Um, this could be anyone that played with LeBron. If you play with LeBron, <laughs> you got to make a run on threes. So, um, so you're you, so I think Harden 
and I think he's definitely got to be one of them. And I know you put Lillard too, and he very well could. He he's a pretty volume three point shooter, isn't he? Like even though oh, yeah. he's their point guard, he's a uh, would you call him a shoot first point guard? Absolutely, and he's also like you know he's streaky when he hits them. Yeah. So Crawford or Smith for the journeyman? I don't know if I don't know if you have a stronger feeling one way or the other. Probably Smith of the two. Yeah. yeah should we go with uh, Harden, Lillard, and Smith? J.R. Smith. Yep. We're, we're checking in with. Okay, and for one hundred points, Owl L Train checking in with. James Harden, Damian Lillard, and J.R. Smith for 100 points. Man vs. Trivia, what did you guys have? Had a very similar conversation. We locked in uh, Harden, Harden and Lillard pretty quickly as the two superstars. We had a conversation about uh, Journeyman. I thought maybe J.J. Redick, but I thought the same thing as you guys did, where it was like, I don't think he took that many shots. And then Eric sent over J.R. Smith, and just because of earlier, I read it as J.R. Ryder, and I thought it was a joke. <laughs> referencing the rap album again and then i was like oh no that says jr smith so we also went with the guy who took off his shirt before he won the nba championship jr smith those are our three or 100 points okay both teams have checked in with the same answers for 100 points and both teams will be getting those 100 points the correct answers are james harden damian lillard and jr smith so those three are tied for third with three instances apiece of hitting 10 or more threes. Clay Thompson has done it five times, and Steph Curry has done it 15 times. Ball hog. So many shots. <laughs> ball hog. Pass the ball. Come on. How many times you have to shoot them to make 15? That, Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, 15 times he hit 10 or more threes. That's insane. I remember when Kobe did it against the Sonics, he hit like 12 or something. And, and and it was like everybody lost their mind, and now Steph Curry's done it 15 freaking times. And the Timberwolves didn't need him. He was too <laughs> small. Both teams adding 100 points. After question four, Man versus Trivia is at 590. Owl L-Train is at 480. The final question of the game, category is heart. What pitcher struck out 10 in a losing effort in game three of the 2003 World Series and on three days rest threw a complete game shutout with nine strikeouts on the road to clinch game six and earn MVP honors? Yeah, we'll check that in, Josh. Oh, all right. Oh. That, you got it that quick, huh? Cool. I trust yeah. you. you you've been in. on fire today for the most part. Owl L Train has checked in. Man versus trivia. Talk it out. 2003 was Marlins. Marlins Yankees, right? Right? Marlins, they played the Yankees. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, so who was their big pitcher? Uh, not, not, was the, not the Willis guy, huh? He was later. No, was it was it Hernandez at that point, or was it Beckett? Oh, Beckett's. That's a name. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, you, you said I know I know Beckett. You said Hernan which Hernandez? Levon. Levon. When was he? I think Beckett was the MVP. Okay. I don't remember Levon getting an MVP. I, Beckett getting one kind of rings a bell. I I like Beckett. I I, I right. didn't think of it, but once you said it, I was like, I think that's the right answer. All right. If you if you if you like it, let's go with it. All right. We'll check in with Josh Beckett for what did we say? Twenty points. Twenty points. All right, Man versus Trivia has checked in with Josh Beckett for 20 points. Owl L-Train, what did you guys have, and what was your wager? We wagered 100 points. 
checked in with Josh Beckett. Both teams have checked in with Josh Beckett, and both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Josh Beckett. Uh, yeah, complete game, shutout with nine strikeouts against the Yankees on the road to clinch is pretty incredible, especially on three days rest. In game three, he went seven and a third and only gave up three hits and two earned runs, and they lost six to one because they're both in crap yeah. bed. But I, yeah, Antonio Alfonso freaking Seca. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Owl L-Train finishes with 580 points, and our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Steve Berline Award with 610 points is Man versus Trivia. Congrats, guys. Thank well you. Done. Taylor, you got your win, buddy? I did get my win. I picked very well for my for my teammate here. <laughs> they uh well, you know, in the end, you needed that. If you would have got the last one wrong, you would have lost by ten points. So well, here's here's what's funny. We were talking about it. It's like I Eric knew most of the answers, but the big conversation we had when we were doing points, we almost bet less points on the soccer answer, and we would have lost if we wouldn't have bet more. So I was helpful in some way, just not in trivia. <laughs> I, I was really hoping when Taylor's like, was it Willis? And uh, and Eric was just like, yeah, it was Willis. I'm like, yes, yep, just check it in. Come on. Good game, guys. Good game. That was fun. It's nice to get a win. I, I don't know if that I, feels- that's, I, What? A win? Scott, <laughs> Is that a thing you get to get on this when you're not teamed up with Eric? Marcus, Scott, I, you- Marcus, I do want to say one thing. Your game so far, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even talking about the fourth quarter. I mean, in general, that was I enjoyed. Taylor, it was great having you on again. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say before we get out of here? Yeah, thanks for having me on. I've listened to every single episode. Uh, it's mostly like my workout podcast. Like I listen to it while I'm at the gym. Uh, so if you haven't yet, if you're listening, go go give them a rating because this this is a lot of fun. Uh, I also have a podcast called Forte Catholic. Uh, so if you are a Christian person or if you used to be a Christian person and you just want to hear somebody talk about uh, faith with a comedy bent, you know, just essentially make jokes for 50 minutes and then talk about faith for five. Uh, so you can find that on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts at Forte Catholic. And uh, Scott's, like, Scott let me know last last time I was on that his girlfriend actually listens to the podcast. And that's how Scott like knew who I was. So I was like, he knew who you world. were long before I had ever heard of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, yeah, thanks again, guys, for, for letting me come on. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Eric, thanks for carrying me. I appreciate it. Does anybody else have anything to say before we get going? Uh, no, just thanks again, Taylor, for one, for coming on again and, and enjoying yourself, yourself with us. And also just being a super fan who has listened to every single episode. I haven't listened to every single episode. So for you to have done that, that's really impressive. So with that... Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. What else is great internet is uh, bum fights. That was always a fun time when I was a kid. (laughs) Jeez, bum fights. That's awesome. 
So on the Lincoln side, um, it, it, it appears maybe not boxing, but uh, he did gain a reputation for strength and audacity after winning a wrestling match uh, with the renowned leader of ruffians known as the Clary's Grove Boys. Oh, a.k.a. the web brawlers. Yeah. <laughs> I think Matt is part of them. 